to kind of have my holiday get together with uh, um, the different people I employ. For that was last night? Yeah, last night. Nice. And <clears throat> so we're sitting there like hanging out after we kind of ate somewhere and then we went somewhere else to get some drinks and we're just kind of hanging out. And then we realize the, um, my sound guy who's, you know, grew up in this area general, just, just in the PA, but he, uh, he, we, he's like never had crumpies, man. And I was we were like, what? I thought we talked about it. He's like, well, we did. And he's like, I went there once and there was a line out the door and he was like, I'm not waiting for donuts. And we were like, dude, you, there's always a line, but it moves quickly, but Mm -hmm. it's worth it. You know? So, so then we're like, okay, we're going right now. We're going tonight. So we go there, take, take him along, you know, take him over there. And of course, sure enough, there's a line, Yeah. even though it's like overcast, rainy, especially this week with everyone being on this, probably really busy this week. And, uh, so we go over there. And he and we're standing in line. He's like, "Oh, these better be good." We're standing here in the cold and the rain. Finally, get in there. You know, he gets a, he gets a dozen because he's gonna take some home to his, his family. Um, you know, whatever. Get a dozen. You know. So we wait. Everyone's got some. All get outside, and then we're like, "Okay, let's let's see what you think." And he he bites into it, and he's like, "Oh my god, this is mm-hmm. oh." And he's like, and then he looks and he's like, "There's no line. Maybe I'll go get another dozen." So then, you know, and then he's like, second one in, he's like, he's like, dude, I, he's like, yeah, I, I gotta stop. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna have to send you guys my medical bills. This, this is gonna, he's like, these are amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, welcome back to Screen Time. I'm your host, Josh Youngbar, and I have with me today my co-host, Jared. I don't want to talk about the wheelers anymore. (laughs) <laughs> nice nice that's a good one i had to get there quick i was like oh shoot i'm gonna yeah you i'm starting it, you to did. do i'm starting to do a quote now every yeah, time that's good yeah that's good that's good I like the that. ironic thing is we're gonna be talking about them a lot yes <laughs> well you know it just plays into the thing but speaking of uh today we are covering the film revolutionary road uh directed by sam mendez this is uh was released in 2008, rated R, an hour and 59 minutes. Two hour mark again. Yeah, I know. It, these, <laughs> just right right there. Next one, I think is an hour and a half though. Ooh, okay. It's shorter. I don't know, around an hour and a half, okay. I want to say. Uh, we've got writer Justin Haith. Uh, honestly, he hasn't done much else. Mm. And then it, the other writing credit is Richard Yates, who wrote the book that the, the film is based on. Okay which is named the same. Um, again, Roger Deakins, which, yeah. so I want to, I just want to point out that two, well, a couple of, well, I'll get it. I'll get to it. Yeah. And then production costs 35 million, which is, you know, makes sense. Yeah. This was, did not win any Academy Awards. A lot of nominations. There was some nominations. Yeah. Um, for, uh, for the smalls, the, the, the small, as for as small as the cast is, there's some some you know strong strong oh, yeah. people in this. So we got Kate Winslet playing April Wheeler, and then Leonardo DiCaprio playing playing Frank Wheeler, and then we have Kathy Bates playing Mrs. Givings, and then Richard Easton playing Mr. Givings, and then Michael Shannon is playing John Givings. They're 
their their son. Mm-hmm. And then we have Catherine Hahn playing Millie Campbell, the neighbors, and then David Arbor playing Shep Campbell. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's, that's everyone. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's everyone. Got. Pretty much, yeah. and that's pretty much ninety percent of the movie. Are those people? <laughs> yeah. There's a few ancillary, you know, side characters when they go a couple places, but like, yeah, yep. it's it, uh, which is why you can do a film like this for thirty five million because. Yeah, because it's like a basically an indie movie with like talented director, cinematographer. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have like top notch actors and like all that stuff. But then like right, the so movie that, really is made like an indie movie. True. Yeah, and yeah, so like yeah, you have you have plenty of money you, that goes to especially if you them swapped too. out all those people with like mm-hmm. nobodies. Mm-hmm. This movie would probably cost less than a million dollars. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean. Theoretically, yeah, like you could do. Yeah, it. I mean, unless it's something in trivia, it's like they didn't have to make any sets, and there's really only like what three locations. Yeah, I mean, they probably made it. Probably ended it's up like two it. houses, and then work, you're, you're right, right? They, <laughs> yeah, yeah, his office, the yeah, a couple houses. Yeah, there was the. Um, oh no, there was one there was, scene. They're like walking. There was the opening scene yeah, where they meet right. each other, which is like a party, but that's again just like some like house or something. That. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like. Where she does the play at the beginning, it was like at a school or something, and yeah, yeah. very minimal. Yeah, but I you're right. It's that. very yeah. minimal. Mm-hmm. Some, yeah. Um, all right, so let's do our synopsis where we get a young couple living in Connecticut's the Connecticut suburb during the mid 1950s struggle to come to terms with their personal problems while trying to raise their two children. All right, so just. General thoughts before we get into spoilers. Okay. Um, what do you think? I had not seen this. Have you seen this before? No. Okay. I did see part of it. I, I want to say uh, a while ago because, again, I'll preface all this with this is, I love this decade anyway. So I think I probably watched it just kind of like, oh, it's a movie set in the 50s. Um, I do remember watching a little bit of it in the past, but. Still, I didn't know much about the movie at all. Um, and one thing is, I just, I I love the uh, the set, the set design and costuming. Obviously, it was very good for they did all that very well. Yeah, yeah, the art direction, all those things. Like yes, yeah. yes, very good for the yeah to get everything with the time period right. Um, and which is I uh, I mean. That not the but it's like very Mad Men vibes, which is yes, which is basically the same time period when it starts. Yeah, Matt, yeah, Mad Men's like uh, yeah, it's like almost 1960. I want to say when it starts, and it goes through basically all the 60s and then yep, early 70s at the very end. I want to say or like mm-hmm. 1970 or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I did, I did like this movie. Uh, what I was surprised by was. Um, it kind of flew by the two hours for me and because of the premise of the movie I'm like this, I don't know how this is going to go and actually it went very different than what I thought it would go to uh, but I did like it it is um, I think I would like it less if it wasn't in this time period okay. that's a big part of it but I thought the the dialogue was very good we'll get into the, the acting especially was mm-hmm. very good Um and then the the only other point, no spoilers yet, but the ending was way darker than I thought it would yeah. be too. 
uh, which made it more interesting too. But yeah, overall, I did I did like it. What about you? Yeah, uh, I kind of um, yeah similar. I, I liked I liked the movie. Uh, I did not. I say this. It's hard to watch. Yeah, for like from because it is like you said it does kind of go a little dark and it's not a happy ending kind of movie. Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> so it's like in that, in that sense, it's like not always enjoyable from like a general story, but, but at the same time, like I liked it, yeah. but, but it's not something I'd want to watch over and over again. No. <laughs> so, <clears throat> um, cool. Well, let's just, let's just get into the, the spoilers and start talking about the, um, yeah, the story and, and characters and, what not so i do uh, i do want to say also though um this is now we're on his fourth movie fifth movie yes yeah, like and hasn't made one that i didn't like yet which is <laughs> interesting uh there's still a couple i haven't seen but yeah i would say this one i didn't Mm, I don't know. I don't know where I'd rank. I mean, that'd be something cool to do at the end, kind of rank him. I don't know if we did that with Denny Villeneuve. We kind of did. I think we talked we about it. We were ranking a little bit, a little bit yeah. but not like officially. But yeah, you're right. That's a yeah. good idea to do. But I, I still, yeah, I think that's the main thing. I don't know if I like loved it, loved it. But I did really like, honestly, the main thing besides the time period is the um, dialogue and acting, I think, really elevates it. Yeah. Yeah. So what I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, that kind of started to say earlier. So watching this, like, I don't know how far, maybe ten minutes in the movie or whatever, I was like, basically, I was like, this has got to be Roger Deakins again. And you then, knew immediately. And then I was like, and then also I was like, it's got to be Paul Newman again. Thomas Newman. I mean Thomas. Yeah, Newman. yeah, yeah, not yeah. Paul Thomas Newman. I, that part I could tell, but I man, how how could you tell with the cinematography? I, just the way I could the way things are lit. Okay. The way, the way, some of the shots, like I was like, it has got to be him again. And not even look till after I finished watching the movie. Nice. But, but just cause I, I went into this really cold, I'm blind. Like I didn't watch a trailer. I did I had awesome. no idea what to expect this movie mm-hmm. other than just, I saw the cover and, uh, and knew that Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslow were in it, Yeah, which, you know, it was the first time I think I was reading, it was like 12 years after Titanic. And it was like the first time they were together and in together a movie in a movie again. Again. yeah so that it's a big deal just yeah, that yeah yeah well yeah could being titanic was such a big deal yeah yeah <clears throat> but um but yeah you're right like uh their their performances were amazing yeah um, they did great um you know i thought uh the uh, son the wheeler not the wheeler the the uh, givings john givings the michael shannon character oh yeah Dude, he was, and he was only in like a couple scenes, but he was so good. Yeah, he was. He, um, he, he's always good. I, I love that actor, but yeah, in this, I, yeah, I have a note about him. It's, um, yeah. Yeah. He was so great. great. And then, uh, uh, Kathy Bates, you know, I was doing Kathy Bates. So she's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Uh, Catherine Hahn, I, I thought I really liked her, her character too. The neighbor. Yes. I, um, David Harbour, whatever. David, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like his, his was the one that would brought, kind of brought it down. Well, it wasn't very, it's just not very memorable. Like he's playing a very stereotypical person for that yeah, time period. Yeah, I, I guess, say. I guess I just feel like, um, I don't know. Like I just, well, he, he's, I mean, I think he's he, done better acting, but I think it's also because the parts he's done in other stuff have just been better 
characters, I think, yeah. too. Okay. Yeah. You think maybe it's more. I just I think so. I don't know. I mean, at least uh, that's what it seemed it just, like to he me. He was the only one that was kind of like, uh, you know, because the, uh, yeah, just like, I don't know. It was just, but maybe that's what he's supposed to be. Maybe that's the way they wanted him yeah. to come across. But like, he just kind of seemed blah and like. Yeah. And I was like. He did. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, story wise, like, I mean, it, it, uh, <laughs> again, didn't go where I thought you, you kind of alluded mm-hmm. to. I really expected, because you, you, they set it up where you can tell, okay, they, they meet each other and they kind of, but then like, and then you flash forward like some time, right? And then, and then she, they're coming home from the play and they're kind of, you know, you, you can tell that they've been struggling in their marriage and whatever. Mm-hmm. And of course they are married because, you know, when they meet, they're just like kind of like hitting off to, to, to maybe go on a date or something. And then, and then like, you know, she has this epiphany and realizes it's, the, you know, the problem is he's, uh, he's just kind of stuck in a job that he took just because, well, it's what you got to do because we're having a family, you know, have a family. Right. And then, and then she's kind of, and they're just in this mundane like life and she finally realizes oh you know what always got you know he was excited about and then you just kind of got sidetracked in life you know and we should do this and then like and then of course that seemed to bring the spark back and you're like and you're like all excited for them to kind of yeah. work things out and get on this new adventure as a family and and like and you know, figure out how to make things work in their, their marriage or so to speak. And which kind of like, I think it's like they were both unhappy, not necessarily because of the marriage, but because of the other things in there. Like, you know, he was just like, had didn't feel any, um, purpose in life with a like kind of dead end job. Yes. He felt like, yeah. and then, you know, I think she was just kind of the, the same, like, you know, she had all these aspirations to do something else. And then she just kind of is like a housewife now. Mm-hmm. And so they both kind of felt like they were stuck in something. And then because of that, you know, it put a lot of strain on their relationship. <clears throat> so like, you, you're, so then they seemed to like, she seemed to find this thing that was like kind of brought them together and got them excited about like actually some kind of future, right? Together. And, uh, and then he got, you know, he gets scary, right? Yep. And then it takes, it takes, it takes a turn to, to like the darker. And then it's like, and then just things go really, really bad. Yeah, and that's that's why I was like interested going into this, or even a little ways into the movie, because, like I said, like the movie flew by for me. So I, that's what I was surprised about because the premise. I'm like, all right, it doesn't seem like, like, how could you make this like, it, like, interesting and engaging the whole time? For, yeah, for two hours where it's mostly yeah. just people talking in rooms. Right. Yeah. It's about basically. like, and it's just like nor- about like normal. Yeah. Life in the fifties. Um, which again, because of the time period, like I'm still cool with that. Yeah, yeah. But I was wondering, is there going to be more to this? And the the main thing I was very surprised about because when they did talk, when they finally were talking about um, France, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah, France. Paris. Yeah, yeah, it was Paris. Paris. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought we were actually going to go there. So I was very surprised that uh, obviously with uh, the budget, it's like, all right, well, well again, keep that down. Didn't you look know? at that ahead of time, but yeah, same thoughts. I was like. Oh, uh, well, in my head, I was like, oh, Sam Mendes found, you know, he's like, you know, you find a way you're like, oh, let's uh, spend mm-hmm. half our, half our filming in Paris so we can spend yeah. a couple of weeks in Paris, like just for, 
and I guess not not the case, but like <laughs> no. So that's what was interesting. So then, like from that point on, so then yeah, I guess that'd be like more like the second half of the movie then was interesting because then it goes very different ways from there. Uh, but yeah, that was that was the main yeah. thing. But again, the still third act. Yes, it was more of a thing of three three parts, not not two. Sure. Yeah. Which yeah, did the first act would be setting everything up. No, I know, but I mean, I mean, time-wise in the movie, oh, I was I, thinking yeah, it I seemed like it was around about an hour way. mark. Yeah, I think it was probably further along than that before was the, it? where things started going south again. Yeah, probably a lot further along. I don't know. I, I didn't watch it, but you know, it's it, in general because you have the middle part where everyone's telling they're crazy and they're like all excited yes. about what they're doing, and because basically the the transition from act one to act two would be when she has the epitome of like, hey, we need to change in our life and that's and and then of course all the stuff that happens there and then of course when the the you know the four the third act is from second to third act is when the shift of like oh he's like not not wanting to do this and scared and then like right because he's got this other opportunity and man um yeah so did I cut you off? I don't know. No, I, know. I think I got, that was it that I, got, I was going to I was gonna, say about it. At um, least like just the story in general. Yeah. The scene where she all like the scene in the morning at the end where she's like, it's so, oh, man. she's so nice to him, but it's like so creepy. Yeah. She does such a good, like the actress obviously doing like a phenomenal job of like conveying that. And you just, it was, it was, yeah, it was, I know that was one of the best that, parts. That, I think that was one of the best from her, like as, yes. as a like, you know, um, not that she didn't gr- do great throughout the film, but like it was like that moment, like you're just like, oh my gosh, she's like, mm-hmm. just yeah. And I, um, we were just uh, let's see, a couple weeks ago, um, we did, yeah, we just did the holiday on film banter, um, so seeing her in that too, like I think I think she's one of the best actresses and because she's amazing in that too but in this i was like man and it's hard with both of them because leonardo dicaprio is like one of our best i would say too yeah but so obviously it's like both of them but honestly i think she's i think she's number one in this movie as far as like the best performance even which uh i know we don't have to always do that with like um breaking all that down and because yeah. it's hard to pick between both of them, but yeah, man, she, yeah, there's so many times, especially the scene you're talking no, about, I, where I, she's. I, I agree. I think she's she's so just a little bit in this movie. I think her performance because her her range that she goes to mm-hmm. goes through throughout the whole movie too. It's there's so much to it yep. that she has to do, and um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would say, I, I would say her character is my favorite. If we're gonna pick like who's your favorite yeah. in the in the film, I say I would say her. Um, I uh, <laughs> like I was gonna say like part of, and I guess because I just didn't like like uh, um, yeah, David Arbor's character. Yeah, like when they like like she starts dancing and then she ends up like hooking up with them in the. Mm-hmm. I was like, I that was the one thing I like didn't buy. Like I was like, come on, this this is this is it. Just like didn't like I definitely caught like I, when he was they were supposed to come. There was that moment where he was like before this. 
where he was like staring at their house like from yeah house. oh yeah and I, and I, then I, it was like oh he's got a thing for her yeah it was pretty quick you could you could tell that yeah so you could tell like he definitely had a thing for her but like she didn't though like, yeah and i was like why no she... that was just in the moment she just was yeah. yeah yeah just decide like okay yeah let's do this but yeah no it was mostly him because yeah. <clears throat> man right after two afterwards too what he says i'm like come on dude <laughs> yeah, it's like I, i've, I've, or loved, he's always you, I've like, loved you forever yeah you know? or just something it's like that, that. Yeah. i'm like dude like immediately <laughs> he says that i yeah. was like oh this is this is rough to watch but yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah that was um i don't know yeah I that guess. that's but i I do buy it just because of that. Because I again, had, I don't think she was she had several drinks too. I guess and so right, like, and it, it's yeah. just it was it was in the moment she was like, okay, um, because otherwise, yeah, I don't think that would have happened. She yeah. wouldn't have really um, taken that that chance. I don't think, mm. but because of everything leading up to that point, I would say, yeah, yeah, because the rest of the time you don't really, she doesn't ever really act like she likes him at all. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Um, yeah. Any other? Like I said, the scenes with uh, Michael Shannon, the, the couple scenes with him, are so good. Where he's just like <laughs> speaking. He's basically like speaking into like what's happening. Like basically like cutting through all the BS and just yeah. like reading it and between the line, the tension and the lines of like like basically. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's so yeah. Good he, he. Yeah. He's just. It's funny because, um, yeah, let me see the note I have about him. Um, yeah, his character in this, like, he's so quirky and, like, unintentionally funny mm -hmm. in this. But also he's just he's just spitting facts the whole time. And they're just, you know, progressively, like, uh, they're just getting angrier and angrier with him. But, and it's funny because everyone is basically telling him like he's the crazy one but really he's just right he's just being honest the whole time yeah so it's just it's a great character i yeah again like i said i i i love michael shannon anyway um he's i, I don't think i've ever seen him <laughs> and like do even it's a bad movie or show he's always just been yeah, yeah. amazing performance no matter what <clears throat> yeah and he's another one I wish there was more of in this, but it's that the fact that he's only in like two scenes. It's like, right? He basically, uh, what do we call that, where he's like a, a scene stealer, right? Yeah, he's yeah, that. Yeah. He's that in this movie for right, right. the ones he's in. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Well, let's. Anything about the? Uh, I was just thinking, like the the ending scene. Yeah, um, yeah. I got a note about the the ending. Yeah, that we can get to. But yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just like the that was a little, little odd to like end on the, the um, the uh, the hut the like old the husband um, Kathy. What's his name? Miss Mr. Givings, just like him, like turning his. Um, your, oh his, yeah, uh, <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, I forgot about that. Because like I was thinking that was it the last, on, scene, like the last. Scene. I know. I was thinking it ended on. Um, uh, oh, what's his name? The Wheeler. Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. What's his Shoot. first name? Yeah. Frank. Frank Wheeler. Right, Frank. Yeah, when it's just him, like, uh, 
on the bed. Oh, he's in the park or something, right, with the kids. Yeah. I was thinking that was the ending, but yeah, you're right. Then it goes <laughs> goes to them, yeah, and she just keeps talking, and then he just turns. Yeah, you're right. That is kind of weird to end on that. Yeah. And I don't know. There might be something if uh, if we ever hear an interview with him, why he chose to do that. Yeah. It might mean something, but I didn't really... Yeah, that no. part I didn't really understand and it might be why from the that. book, and he might have just kind of kept. That's it true. I don't the know. book could end that way, yeah. But yeah, it was just it was just a weird it like was. that <laughs> like scene with being the last thing. Kind of leave it on was kind of yes, kind of odd. Um, I agree. <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah, uh, any other general stuff on that before we move on to the other sections? Yeah the the big note i have because the other thing's just something small um but the really the only big note i have is is about kind of that ending um because it's it's kind of definite but still i would say up in the air um is with april like was she actually trying to kill herself or was it an accident oh right yeah because there's different lines that kind of tell you like um Either way, I would say, because um, when they're in the hospital at the end, um, you know, uh, Frank basically says, like, you know, she did this to herself. But then also, when you think about it, um, after what uh, April did before that, she still called to get, you know, called the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So but the part is is like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you think about that. If if it's something to where you think it was she she knew the risk and just like was like, Okay, I'm okay if you know, I I don't Right. I don't I don't know this or if it was accident or I think you're right. That was my main question. I think it is partially ambiguous. Like I think they're kinda left it open ended to to be like did she do it just to try to have an abortion? Or did she do it because she also knew there was a high risk and it would, and she really didn't want to live anymore anyway. Right. And, uh, I, I think, you know, honestly it probably was, I mean, guessing like she was, cause she's definitely in a bad place, right? Mm-hmm. Emotionally, mentally. So I think she probably was like, she's like, I'm just going to do this and if it kills me. Oh, well, but then once she did it and she was bleeding, then she's like, Oh, Mm. And then she, you know, it kind of like, because so, sometimes it like something snaps you out and then you're like, oh, you, then you actually are scared and then you're like, oh, I need, and then she calls 911. So okay. maybe that's kind of how it played out, you know? So it's, yeah, so she switched right after that. So she was going into it basically. Like probably like, yeah, it's okay. That's a good point. Me. But, you know, I mean, obviously they leave it open for mm-hmm. interpretation. Like yeah. not necessarily a definitive. Yeah, that's, and that's what you're talking about because even the scene, so basically that whole morning, the way that whole scene with her is just amazing, like we were just talking about with what she does. But then at, all the way up into, you know, talking with her husband and then him leaving. And then, yeah, her immediately going and doing that right afterwards. That's why I'm also like, I'm still torn because, yeah, the way she's acting that whole time, it's like they really make you think like she's acting this way because she's like, all right, this is the last time I'm going to see you. Like, you know, and then even when she calls, her kids because they're somewhere right yeah yeah and she's like, like i'm still that. not feeling well can yeah. you keep them a little? and she can't even 
give him a hug exactly. from everywhere. Tell him I yeah. love him. And she can't even get it out, the words out. Cause like, again, cause I think she knew what she was about to do. Right. So they, they, they do that really well with all of it to where you think like, okay, like that's, that's it for her. But then, yeah, it might, it might be a thing like you're saying where that was all the, all, always the intention. And then right afterwards, then she kind of switched and then was like, yeah, then she called 911 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know if the book goes into any more detail because I imagine that's a huge detail with the book and the ending. I'm sure, but I wonder how different it is or if they go into any more detail about it. I don't know. Maybe it'll be in the trivia. That's true. Yeah. There's probably stuff in trivia. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe we'll see something. Yeah. Um, all right. Speaking of the, the, the master, the deacons, Roger Deacons. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well then, yeah, if we're going to cinematography, I just have one more yeah, note, which okay. actually yeah. can kind of segue pretty segue. well into right. it. Cause it's kind of, it kind of goes along with that. Um, it's just, I, cause I want to say it's in a couple of scenes where they're either in like a restaurant or just in a public place inside and in a building. Um, I just, I really like scenes where you see, because obviously the time period too, like everyone's smoking, but just seeing the effect of seeing all the smoke in the air, right? And obviously this is a big thing in Mad Men too. You see this a lot. Um, and I just think it's a really cool effect. And yeah, like smoke or haze always makes everything look cooler. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we use haze anyway, but like, yeah, that kind of effect obviously it's a little different, but very similar. Yeah. So I love that in scenes where you see that kind of clouding all around them or at least kind of dispersing around them i always think it's the light makes it look yeah cool yeah yeah so but yeah speaking of light yeah Mm -hmm. um i think so i mean it was kind of hard to pick i mean it was just it was a lot of like just so yeah i really want to know yeah because stylistically yeah definitely gone for very naturalistic lighting so if you like you noticed that but it was yeah yeah. very like soft and like natural naturalistic which i don't say like i don't say it's my preferred but i think that's kind of my what i naturally gravitate towards a little bit moody naturalistic kind of lighting um like a lot of stuff i do myself like i like that more than you know anyway um so i I mean it's again it was hard it was hard to pick a certain specific yeah i only have one yeah so the easier thing for me to say is the one scene that I think I, that didn't look good. Mm, okay. <laughs> so, and that's when Frank Wheeler, uh, Leonardo Capier's character, when he goes to like lunch or whatever it is with his coworkers. Okay. They're kind of sitting around the table. Like that scene w- looked very flat, which mm. is like meaning like the, there was no shape to the, to like the light. And, it kind of just—it only stood out because it, because of everything else looking so good, right? And then that one scene, like, kind of just fell out of place. Is this near the beginning where he's all out out with his coworkers, and then the girl like comes um, up? No, I don't think no, the girl because he just runs into her. He takes her out. He like, takes her out by herself. That's yeah. kind of early on too. But yeah, so then there was a scene later. I thought where she comes back when he's with. Maybe no, not, she, she comes to him in the office. 
Because she's right. like, should yeah. we celebrate? Because he gets like the promotion. Or That's right. Okay, so it is just him and the coworkers then. Yeah, okay. and I think there's twice. I think it's there's twice that they show him at the same spot, same like little like lunch diner or whatever, and they're sitting around a table. Okay, I, I feel like there was there was like two different. Well, the times. other one I was thinking of is when he's talking to just the one on one with the guy. That's in a different restaurant a little bit later about the promotion. Uh, oh yeah, no, that one. Yeah. That's not that one. Looked fine, and, and also when he's with the. Those all look good. Like the when he's author with the girl to like yeah. breakfast or whatever, he takes her, to, you know, and then yeah, like all that that stuff looked good um, to me. I mean, like you know, just consistent for everything else, um, which is all like I said in general looks amazing. Like I just you know love it in general. Oh yeah, but just and that's why that one scene just kind of felt a little out of place because it was like, what if it was a scene where he just someone else did what if i was the only scene that someone else did and he wasn't maybe i don't know he wasn't maybe, around maybe he was like <laughs> out sick and they just had like this yeah the fill, or what do you talk about when they do um give do two different crews they well, do like, two different second scenes. unit yeah but yeah, right, that, yeah. That, that yeah that's normally when you have action movies or something and they're like yeah i guess this kind of movie you don't really need to do two with different scenes at the same time with two different crews yeah, yeah. no well um, yeah i that's just yeah i'm just interested in how you because i i didn't know um i i very much knew with the music and it's awesome that you picked up on that too but with the cinematography i had no idea it was still roger deakins and i think it was also because i want to say well at least a lot of the movies that he's done I want to say don't have as much of like, um, what do you call it? More like a handheld style or mm. what do you call it? Because I feel like there was a lot in this. Yeah. Or at least a lot yeah. more than normally than what he would do. Or does he do a lot of that? Because I... He does, he does, I think. Okay. Because I don't remember as much, even in, even in our it's, last movie, say, even in Jarhead. Jarhead, there was less. Um, yeah. But there was, I mean, there's definitely times. But okay. this this was a good balance because there was, there was definitely a lot of... A lot of scenes that weren't they were right. just oh, like yeah. slow push-ins or just locked off shots yeah but um it's all i mean honestly like all that stuff is in service of like the feeling and the emotion and what you want you know for the story right of course yeah because i'm always thinking of, i'm thinking of mainly like when she goes running into the woods you know and then he follows her like that's very much that kind of yeah. scene the one, where he, the one he, scene you want it to be that way one's so the one scene that the camera work really felt different was when he's running after her. Like when she go right? Is that when he, when he's running and you kind of see, it's like towards the end, he's like running down, like, and you kind of see him partially. Is this the same the, scene or a different than when she goes into the woods? It's like, it's like I think it's like after that. Yeah, because I think it's after okay, she I'm already goes to the she goes to the um, the hospital or something. I don't know. I can't remember now what order it was, but it was right at towards okay. the end where it's like you kind of see him through the woods, but it's like we're like kind of panning with him and it's kind of a lot of, there's a lot of motion blur and. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? I think so, yeah. That to me was like the really felt, it was like really done differently than mm -hmm. everything else in the in the movie. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah I want to know. So the main thing is, not even like the way he um, he does the camera work or what do you call it? 
the composition of yeah, the shots. It, it's more it the main thing is the lighting is what well, you I could think tell of the Roger Deakins. Combination of the two. Okay. I think it was it was like the way the lighting was done and then the way the composition and camera work was done. Just kind of like all that together because all those kind of a lot of times come from the the cinematographer of like at least deciding those those things mm-hmm. um or at least heavy input and it's just it was just something about it i was like this gotta be roger deakins again <laughs> it's like all i could think awesome. of in the head and then <laughs> and then again with the music the same i was like yeah and it it's funny because i i think you know watching random movies out of that i don't know if i pick up on that as much Maybe the the Deacons thing, but like definitely the music I would have not picked up mm-hmm. on. But the fact that I've you know going through all these now, we've watched yeah. these movies in order, and not only is it the same director but same composer in every single movie. Yeah, you start to pick up on the kind of things he likes to do. Yes, and like so then it's like even though it's might be different instruments or different whatever mm-hmm. I don't know you know the right terms, but there's like but there's still like this this his style or i don't know again what the the right term is but yeah um for sure it's like kind of ingrained in there regardless of yeah the tone of he and the instruments he's using right yes and uh so i just i was like it's got to be him too like it was just funny and it all i feel like they both happened almost the same time you know like i said like five ten minutes whatever it was into the movie early on and i was like Oh, yeah, it's got to be the same composer, and then I'm like, and this is got to be Roger Deakins. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one, yeah, that one I could tell immediately because even from the beginning, because I think they they do the main theme from the very beginning, and I could tell right away yeah, from the main I, theme. I, don't I was think like, I picked up on it right in the right in the beginning because I, I feel like it was later. I think it was once they were at least at the house, Revolutionary okay. House, which is you know the first scene is obviously when they meet, and then the second scene is like the play, and then the third scene is them driving back from the play, and they kind of stop. So it's probably not till that fourth or fifth scene you know and then she shows well, yeah, him the that, house i think that's then, what i'm talking about because i i want to say i don't think there's much music before that anyway then she shows him the house and then because i want to say it's like, just an actual song before that yeah so know, but, yeah whenever the 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 main theme first plays. gets used is when i yeah okay. i could tell well, me i might have picked up at the same time then yeah but yeah was, <laughs> just, i was like this this is funny but i'm, I'm like i no, it's awesome. But then, I, got, of course, I had to check later after yeah. I watched it and to see if I was actually right. But then I was like, "Oh, I was right." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that was cool. It's it's just it's again uh, cool to see. It was like we did with uh, you know the previous directors, you know, seeing some of their their uh, style. Like you know, you start to recognize the similarities and things they do, and like Danny Villeneuve stuff for sure, mm-hmm. Edgar Wright stuff for sure. I feel like a, Sam Mendez's style is so, is a lot more subtle, and I wouldn't know that I'd say as I, a director. As a director, okay. I, say, yeah. I wouldn't know that I would be able to distinguish it yet. I think, like, if you're just watching these movies randomly, yeah, and didn't or just know like, yeah, who directed another it, yeah. random mixed movie in and been like, and then be like, oh, this is, this is Sam Mendes, got to right. be, you know, like I, I don't, yeah, know no, that's true. Yeah, like the other two guys that, that we've done so yeah. far, I think at this point, if you, if it was a random movie, I'd be like, mm, that's mm-hmm. got to be Edgar Wright or that's mm, got to be Villeneuve. But I think I would pick up on it. But not saying we won't get there, but it just I still don't know that I quite have my pulse on that yet on this one. For No, I agree. Yeah. It is different for him. Yeah. 
it's like, it just I think it's more subtle, and so it's not yes. as not as uh, obvious. And it's when it's hard to know. Um, well, it's also when he's doing very different movies every time. Yeah. So far, like different genres of movies, even true. Yeah, that that makes it harder too. So it uh, well, we'll get to that. Um, so score. Any other thoughts on the score? Yeah, just just one thing mainly, which is is the main theme because that's a lot of it. Because he he comes back to it. What's great is um. Well, I guess I'll say two things about it. Yeah. Um, I just want to talk the main theme in general because that's throughout a lot of the movie. Um, I think this is one of the things that Thomas Newman does the best is the main theme of a movie because he did that with um, all these previous movies. Although, actually, not as much with Jarhead. Yeah, Jarhead was a little... It was, yeah, not was as much. But all the, the other ones, <clears throat> yes, Road to Perdition for sure, American Beauty for sure, um, yeah. is... They're always memorable, so you always can tell it's the main theme. But it's it's not. Um, it's always more interesting though, and kind of unconventional, yeah. melody wise, I should say. Yeah. Which is what I love about it because I love because not everything is normally the main theme. You keep it pretty simple and um, more of a something that's predictable that people hear a lot musically, and I like with his stuff that even a main theme in a movie, which you're going to hear a lot through it, it sounds, uh, what's the word I used? I guess, yeah, unconventional. Or just more interesting in general, the uh, the melody of it. And I I think, especially this movie, because I, I love the main theme, and one part in it, because it, it does a lot at the beginning when he's um, going to work, which actually, to back up a little bit, that's the only thing I had for cinematography is the shots of him going to work for the first time. Mm. I thought those were that was like the the actual standout shot. I thought mm. for me because it was yeah, it was a lot he, different. Where he was like in a sea of like all men that look like that, basically are dressed the same. Mm-hmm. Or what was he the took the time? train? He did mm-hmm. and he had yeah. like all the steps to get it. But even when they're just all walking, I think it was after the train. Yeah, when you just see a bunch of them walking. In that was a really cool at, shot. Um, Grand Central Station. Yes. Yeah, uh, but with the score, what's cool is the main theme uh, right in the, mm, well, I guess it would be, if we're talking about acts, I guess it would be in the second act where they're having their, one of their big fights, because I guess there's a couple in this movie. Yes. Uh, and uh, Frank gets really angry. The main theme's going, but then he adds even more to it and starts to add a little bit of a, dissonance in the mm. in the melody which is perfect for that um i love that about it too but yeah besides that that's the main thing i would point out with it because there are other parts to it but in this movie specifically because there's not a ton of score when he does go back to it, it's a lot it's a variation of the main theme or uh just a reprise of it which is awesome but yeah yeah he's still he's did, still great uh, and it yeah it's um it's also like also, I just love using piano. Yeah. Because well, you can use it in so many different styles of movies, too. What I say is interesting, I think, or again, try, noticing his stuff and like it now, like, you know, being able to pick up on it. It's also interesting because it, to me, it's 
you know, it's it's way more of a a subtle mm-hmm. style than like the people that you like than a John Williams or oh for sure or a um, Hans Zimmer, where you know, like the stuff's kind of way more in your face. Yes, with the music and the and not that I, I mean I love that stuff, but just um just his style's a lot more subtle. But it still has the impact. Just yeah, and so it's it's interesting. It just yeah. No, you're right because even let's say John Williams or Hans Zimmer did the well, I wouldn't say not as much as Hans Zimmer, but it'd still be a little bit more. Uh, if either one of them scored this movie, you're right. It would be louder and be, it would be bigger. There'd be more instruments, especially John Williams. Hans Zimmer though, he could still be more subtle, but he would still have more going on than Thomas Newman. Because perfect example again, we just watched the holiday, which is an amazing Hans Zimmer score. I love the music in that okay. that he did for that. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen that movie, but man, <laughs> I know, it's one it's, of the few like rom coms I like. And yeah. I remember when <laughs> Claudia and I first started dating, and we talked about that because it's her cause, favorite. Because it's a Christmas movie, right? Yeah, yeah. And she um, to watch it. Some, she was like blown away that because she was mentioning that movie, and she wanted to watch it. And she's like, you, you don't like those movies, do you? And I was like, not really, but I said, I love that movie. And she was like shocked that I love that movie. Yeah. But it's also, it's not just the music. Um, the whole movie is about actually like a lot of it has to do with the film industry in general, like mm. old Hollywood and like current Hollywood in the mid 2000s. That's when the movie is. Um, but also about film composing because the one guy is in it. Okay. <laughs> The the other person is uh doing like um cutting trailers basically, which is funny also. But I hadn't seen it in a while and it was it was awesome to revisit. I'll but try to maybe watch it next year. The score is so good in it. Yeah. Uh yeah. So but anyway, so you're right though. It's it'd be a good mix. John Williams does the most. He's very busy with his I uh, mm-hmm. talked about him with his uh melodies and themes that he does. But it's still amazing, obviously it's John mm-hmm. Williams. But Hans Zimmer's kind of more in between because he can kind of go either way. But yeah, you're right. Thomas Newman, very subtle a lot of the times with his with his stuff. And I'm interested to see. I, I'm sure he didn't do all of Sam Mendes' movies. Um, but so I'm interested to see who else he gets. But I'm interested interested to see how yeah what what themes Thomas Newman does going forward yeah. if he is done any of. Because he's done all of them so far, I'm wondering if yeah. he if he's doing any more with him. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll stay see. tuned. Yeah, we're like half. Uh, yeah, I think it was like five. Yeah, I think we're kind of almost halfway through now with his filmography. I want to say. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Um, I think we right. got like five more or something. So, themes, messaging, underlying themes, messaging. Got any thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, just just a little bit. You could speak on it more. I was going to say, uh, because you've been married longer. I was going to say I've only I'm a little over a year in, so um, I don't know as much. Because actually, that was other thing was I don't think they say it, but the description of the movie says it. They're seven years in, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I think it says it in the description of the movie, but I don't yeah. think they actually mention. Yeah, they don't mention. It. But I mean, you figure they got married and had kids and. The kids, I mean, right? You know, the, yeah. So it's yeah, it sounds about right. Seven years, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, my main thing is, I don't have anything specific, but I would say the three three things 
that I think this movie is about is, well, one, like we just mentioned, is just marriage in general, um, making huge life decisions, Mm -hmm. and then running away from your problems. I would say those are the three. (laughs) I don't know. I I don't disagree with that. Those are themes in there. I think, yeah, I think, uh, I also think it's um, funny how, I want to say like from a thematic standpoint, it's like almost the same as American Beauty, just different time mm, yeah. period. Because it's yeah, like that's true. it's like a it's like a a couple that's like stuck in their marriage that's kind of gotten to the mundane and kind of just going through the motions in suburban life. Just this one happens to be in the fifties. Those are similarities, yeah. Yeah, I guess besides it though, yeah, it's different. I mean, like where things go is different, right? Yeah, but like. And how no, you're right. Though, the way the the way the family is, though, yeah, 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 that's true. And of course, they they're a little further along in their marriage in American Beauty, and they have a teenage daughter. And versus, yeah, and like, the family has more to do with it. Yeah, the whole family, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I mean, it's not the same movie. But, no, you're right. But yeah. like, just I thought it was kind of interesting. It's kind of very similar in that sense. Um, yeah, except for this one, they they both end up cheating at one point, and then American Beauty, it's only. I mean, I guess he doesn't quite fully go through with it, right? Like he kind of, he almost does with the the teenage girl. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, because yeah, in American Beauty, yeah, Lester technically doesn't, but his wife does. Yeah, Yeah, she does. But in this movie, they both do. Yeah, Yeah, they both do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, um, no, Lester was about to. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, let's be honest, like he went far enough that it would still have been considered. Yes. <laughs> like going too far. But... Especially if you count up all the other stuff he did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. But anyway. <laughs> it was still count, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, so definitely that. I think, I think it definitely does a good job of, again, portraying those kind of challenging frustration things that like where you can get into like a bad spot in your marriage. Mm-hmm. And just both kind of, even though you love each other, you just don't like each other right now kind of thing. And I mean, that's inevitable. It is inevitable. who you are. It, get, it gets yep. there eventually. And so learn it. Like, I learned that in marriage counseling. Yeah, before. So, <laughs> already, so like, I was already prepped but, for that. But knowing that it happens, is, uh, you know, being prepped, like, and once you're in that, to, to be, instead of, instead of not really talking about it, like, mm-hmm. which they were kind of avoiding the real yeah. problem, right? Yes. They, they were trying to, fix it other ways and so um you know i think but anyway that but i think it does did a good job representing that you know and they obviously played those parts really well of just kind of that that feeling of in those situations Mm -hmm. um and then you know to like get to that point breaking point where they they basically you know thought they had the fix and then the same things going better and then you know, but that's the thing. I mean, that's like, that's, that's a big point of the movie is that just moving to France, they think, gonna, right. But problem. they think that's going to fix is, yeah. all their problems. Yeah, right. yeah. And that's just running away from it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you kind of alluded to. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So yeah, we all, we all know that this probably wasn't going to fix the problem. I mean, maybe in some small way, if like he found purpose and she found purpose and, they could be happy mm-hmm. as individuals and then it would help the thing as a whole. Yes. And it doesn't mean it always would fix the whole thing as a whole. Cause you still got to work on that. But right. It, some, I think 
that's where a lot of times, at least especially in this, I think they set it up like they both weren't even okay who they were on their own. Right. So then you really can't be okay together. Right. And uh, anyway, but I, I think it also, again, is what, what American Beauty kind of also set up is like the facade of what potential, I want to say like what, what uh, Hollywood or the facade of what the American dream is, right? The suburban life. Mm-hmm. With two kids, kind of thing, especially like, in that time period yeah, too. Yeah, in that time period, and, and but even like in the two thousand late nineties, two thousand, like where American Beauty oh, is, yeah. like it's like it's like kind of like showing that like you know everyone's putting up the facade, but behind closed doors, everyone's struggling, right? Right, and they both those movies show that well, I think. So, yeah, but again, with this, it's funny because. Like American Beauty, I'd watch again for sure. Yeah, and this, me I too. this I don't know that I would. And I think it's, I think it's because it just it, 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 it takes itself way more seriously. Where American mm-hmm. Beauty has like that kind of almost a little bit humorous like take on it and like American Beauty has levity to it. Yeah, this, and, this and, and so it, then yeah. it, even though it goes dark, yeah, and it has a dark ending as well. Yeah, like it, there's that levity that like you don't walk away feeling so like, uh, you know, and this yeah. like, by the end, you're just like, you're just like sad and fr- you know, frustrated for that. They couldn't figure it out and sad mm-hmm. that, you know, that things didn't turn out for them. And anyway, yeah. So, yeah, no, I agree. Um, cool. Did you, uh, you got the trivia? Up yeah. Yeah. I'm looking it up. Yeah. I, um, I don't know if you want to say anything else. I'm just going to look through some and just see if there's any, any good ones in here? Yeah, I mean, other than just, the, I think, uh, yeah, there's a lot of truth in you know what they portrayed, and both. I mean, both movies it can it can go there if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. There is one other thing I was, <laughs> I did, I could, I will say I could relate a little bit to. Uh, to the his struggle like of having because i think you know I, I think i was feeling that a little bit like doing oh, being, in the same, being the same job for like yeah. 16 years oh yeah and and that kind of like just needing to do something a little different just to like get out of the the mundane that that um yeah and it's like it's funny because it's not really what i'm doing is really not that different though there's, you know, there's going to be, hopefully be opportunities in the, in the coming years to, to maybe do some other things that are different. Um, it, are, it just feels like I'm doing because of, because it is different in other ways, like having, being my own production company versus um, working for somebody else. Like it, there's a, some excitement in that and just lear- learning that things I have to do different, the, the things I have to do to do that. So there was a little bit of that I could relate in there, yes. like where, because of the, that feeling of where the, the the security and safety of what you know and what you have, even though if it is kind of maybe not, you're, it's holding you back, it's still sometimes easier just to stay at, which is what he does, versus yep. taking that step that's scary to do something different but exciting. And For I, sure. And, and I, um, 
yeah so I, I those are thoughts i was having when i was watching watching that and like kind of relating to myself so mm-hmm. i agree i related it related to the same thing a little bit too yeah um uh, also yeah with with you saying you're doing more things i'm gonna keep mentioning in all these pods because i already did before about you making a feature film so over this time we're gonna keep i'm gonna keep reminding josh <laughs> about making a feature film yeah. and then and then eventually maybe eventually he will. it'll happen yeah <laughs> eventually it'll happen no i, I think I, I mean i do want to do something like that eventually just probably not in 2024 no yeah i know it's just getting myself established but <clears throat> but you know work towards those things yeah yeah I don't know. A lot of these are really long. The first one I'm looking at for trivia is this is just like the last movie, Jarhead. This film was shot almost entirely in sequence. So that's twice in a row, which is, again, we were talking about how... It's unusual to do that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe for this movie, I guess it makes more sense, does it, when you're filming? Um, I mean, if, like we talked about, there's not a lot of other locations. Right. And a lot of the other locations, they only go to them once. Mm-hmm. So, like the opening. That's true. Opening yeah, you don't scene, need to go back to it. So you yeah. can go to there first, yeah. and then you can go to the. So, like you can kind of, you kind of do that now. The the stuff like his work and stuff like you do go back there a couple times. So, but then it, at the same time, if you have that, say you have the house, the main house that you're going to be filming, and you have it, you don't really tear down what you have set up there and it's just set up and then you go a couple days somewhere else and you come back to it Mm -hmm. because it probably helps the actors to like not have to jump around emotionally and they can allow their characters kind of evolve as the movie is going and such as and it's because it is a such a heavy character but drawn like based yeah i could see where there'd be benefits doing it that way from a storytelling yeah Okay. Let's see. Yeah. Kate Winslet articulated that her her relationship with Leonardo DiCaprio was so strong that she could instinctively tell when he wasn't happy with his performance in a take. They have both stated that their long-lasting friendship allowed their performances to be elevated as they weren't afraid to ask more of the other. That's another reason why they're so good in this. Yeah, is because- yeah there's a little comfort level with... Yeah, so when you've worked with before, you can be a little more candid and and yeah, and push each other and yeah, and because when you have a when you have a good working relationship with somebody, it's a you're able to tell them, hey, I didn't like that, or hey, I think you can do better, you know. Yep. Okay, um, this will be good because I just see I just see one. I figured there'd be something about Titanic in here. <laughs> Uh, while shooting the scene where Frank and April Wheeler first meet and dance together, the director was blasting a ballad to set the scene. After take 13, someone changed the music to Celine Dion's song, My Heart Will Go On, the <laughs> anthem from Titanic. Initially, everyone paused before Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet wordlessly spread out their arms and recreated the iconic pose of their Titanic characters. <laughs> this resulted in applause and laughter from... The 300 extras energizes, energizing the mood. Nice. So they weren't sick of it, which is good. Yeah. Like even this far along since, what was it, 98, 99? Yeah, I remember, yeah. Oh, wait, it says it here, 97. 97, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you're 
basically a decade. Yeah, because this came out in 2008, probably was filmed in 2007 or around then. So, yeah. yeah, 10 years in, you figure they'd be sick of anyone even mentioning Titanic at that point. But that's awesome that they're still, <laughs> <laughs> they still did that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, here's another uh is another uh, quick Titanic thing. At around the sixty one minutes mark in the movie, during an argument, a fallen painting of the Titanic is visible in the bottom left of the frame behind April. Leo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet, and Kathy Bates all stared uh, all starred in the movie Titanic. Okay, that's just saying that. I mean I didn't remember Kathy Bates being in Titanic. Huh. Cool. Uh yeah, I don't think there's going to be much. Let's see. Let's see if I can find another good one. <clears throat> well, you should say some movies just don't have as much interesting behind the scenes info yeah, as I, others. Yeah, this doesn't... This I this I figure because we were talking about this. The film was entirely shot on locations in Connecticut, and without any use of sound stages, which I nice. figured that because you're talking about yeah the location most of it. Fit, yeah, it was kind of kind of obvious. There was a few spots where I was like, well, maybe they had to use a set for like some of those interiors. But like you said, some of those locations. But filming it like an indie movie, that's how they would yep, do it. <laughs> they yeah. would not be making full sets or in a or a sound stage. So yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, Yeah. This, okay, that's weird. Matt Damon was considered for Frank Wheeler, but could not do this on account of scheduling conflicts. That's a, that's a good. Uh, hmm. I'm glad they didn't go with Matt Damon. That would have. Yeah, that would have been, been the same. Good. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it would have been the same. Yeah, I don't think it would have been horrible, but it was no, no. He's Matt Damon's still great, but also it's like if you could get the chance because. I mean, is there another movie? I think it was only two times they were together in a movie. Leo and Probably. Kate, right? I don't know if it's been sent. Yeah, I don't think so. So I don't, like, I'm sure Sam Mendes was really trying to get both it of them. It probably helped with the marketing, too, when they oh, yeah. came out to be like, hey, they're back, back that, together they're yeah. on the screen again since, yeah, I mean, yeah. I could see right the, the marketing trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, cool. Well, uh, you have any other final thoughts before we wrap things up nope uh, I, I don't think I do either other than it's a good movie mm-hmm. but uh, not one I'm going to watch again anytime soon yeah not not a really uh, yeah. rewatchable type of movie <laughs> but uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that conversation about uh, Revolutionary Road uh, next week we're going to talk about Away We Go and not one I've seen before this is the one I didn't even, haven't even heard of. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, so this will be fun to so, go completely yeah, blind in. Yeah. Um, but if you aren't already, you should like and subscribe on YouTube or follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you have any thoughts, feedback, you can email us at feedback at screentimepod.com. And if you'd like, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm at Jay Youngbar. And I'm at Jared Youngbar. Yeah, and we'll talk to you guys next week.